48K News. It's one o'clock on Benche. The top stories. Commerce Secretary Edward Yao says the government is ready to help local businesses hurt by the Sino-U.S. trade war. A Democratic Party lawmaker says the government's water sampling measures at Kwaifeng Estates are bypassing the buildings with the worst heavy metal problem. And the head of the task force on land supply says it wants to submit early findings from its public consultation to the chief executive for use in the next policy address. The Secretary for Commerce and Economic Development, Edward Yao, has warned that Hong Kong may soon start feeling the impact of the Sino-American trade dispute. But he says the government is ready to step in to help. Priscilla M reports. Speaking on an RTHK program, Mr. Yao said the huge surge in U.S. tariffs on Chinese goods means mainland factories may see a drastic drop in orders ahead of the Christmas and New Year season. He said that would directly hit local businesses. Washington has already hiked tariffs on mainland imports in recent months, and U.S. President Donald Trump said yesterday that he's ready to impose tariffs on all 500 billion U.S. dollars of imported goods from China. According to official U.S. data, the United States last year imported about 505 billion U.S. dollars worth of Chinese goods. Mr. Yao said the SAR government will monitor the situation and will take appropriate action measures to help businesses to stay. Float. Democratic Party lawmaker Andrew Wan has criticized the government's water sampling measures at Kwaifeng Estates as inadequate. The Democratic Party had earlier warned that drinking water at the estate can contain excessive amounts of heavy metal. Speaking after a radio program, Mr. Wan said the Housing Secretary Frank Chan's plan to arrange temporary accommodation for residents was not solving the problem. I quite queried about the way that they take the water, how they get the sample. The sample size is too small, and the secretariat say、oh, that is safe. I think it is not enough. It seems that the government avoid to take the sample from one of the building that has the highest level of、uh, over lead content standard. He added that the Democratic Party will collect more than ten samples from the estates to get a better picture. The chairman of the government-appointed task force on land supply, Stanley Wong, says his group may submit the preliminary findings of its public consultation to the chief executive, so that Carrie Lam could use them as a reference when she drafts her annual policy address. Speaking to reporters after attending a radio program, Mr. Wong was asked if Hong Kong is any closer to a consensus on the best way to boost land supply. It would be too early to tell or to conclude if there is any consensus among the community. So I think by the、uh, early September, what we can do really is、uh, if we are able to gauge different opinion and therefore to arrive at a certain macro、uh, directions as to where the community as a whole had bigger support、uh, in terms of different、uh, options. Uh, there may be an opportunity that we can communicate this particular preliminary findings、uh, to the government,、uh, so that the chief executive can include、uh, some of these into her、uh, policy address. The managing director of the Urban Renewal Authority, Wai Chi Sing, says there's a need to ease height restrictions and increase the plot ratio in the Yao Chen Mong area to encourage redevelopment by private developers. During an exclusive interview with RTHK, Mr. Wai said there are over 3,000 dilapidated buildings in the area that are at least 30 years old, with many of them having maximized their plot ratio. The URA chief urged the government to consider easing planning restrictions to give the private sector an. 
incentive to redevelop and revive the district. During the redevelopment process, he said developers should consider moving facilities such as garbage collection points and loading bays underground. The chairman of the Legco panel on transport says the planned taxi driver offence point system must go hand in hand with CCTV and GPS systems for using cabs. Earlier this week, the government proposed a taxi driver demerit system. Proposed a taxi driver demerit system to improve service standards. Frankie Yick said voluntary installation of in-car CCTV and GPS has not worked. He said CCTV and GPS are essential for use as evidence, but need to be regulated. Now, I think the most important thing is whether the CCTV can identify the person inside the cabin. What we are proposing right now, the CCTV camera is facing the driver, and also once the taxi is in operation, it's automatically switched on. It's not up to the taxi driver to decide when to to switch on or when to switch off. And the、uh, data collection procedure, storage, and how to use and when to use this process for data collection must be under some sort of regulation. RTHK. The time is now five minutes past one. Former Chief Executive Donald Zung is still being treated at Queen Mary Hospital after he reported feeling unwell following a court decision which quashed his appeal yesterday. A Correctional Services Department chaplain visited the 73-year-old this morning and told reporters that Mr. Zung didn't look too great and appeared tired. He said he prayed and gave Mr. Zung a Bible. The Court of Appeal yesterday dismissed the former leader's appeal against his conviction for misconduct in public office, but slashed his 20-month jail term to 12. The New York Times says President Trump has been secretly recorded discussing a payment to a former Playboy model two months before the 2016 presidential election. The paper claims the conversation was taped by Mr. Trump's former lawyer Michael Cohen, whose offices were raided by the FBI earlier this year as part of an investigation into possible campaign funding violations. The former assistant U.S. attorney Kim Whaley told the BBC how the recordings might affect President Trump politically. The recording itself probably doesn't have tremendous implications. I mean, politically, it suggests that he, the president, as well as、uh, Hope Hicks, his former communications director, were not accurately portraying his lack of knowledge. The other pieces does、uh, Michael Cohen have additional tapes that could implicate the president in other types of things beyond just potential campaign finance violations, which is what this particular tape would bear on. Seventeen people, including nine members of one family, are now known to have died when the terrorist boat capsized and sank during a sudden storm on a lake in the U.S. state of Missouri. Investigators have appealed for witnesses to send in their videos and will also examine why the boat was on the water when a weather warning had been issued. Joe Sharp, who manages a marina in Kentucky, says the weather can change very quickly on the lakes. It has happened so quick. I guess. Everybody should have had a PFD a little closer. I don't know. You know,、uh, they were up over our head when we rode in it. You don't think that stuff like that's going to happen, and then man, it happens. To football, and for the latest English Premier League pre-season news, here's the BBC's Nick Hatton. After Loris Karius's nightmare in the Champions League final, Liverpool have smashed the world record fee for a goalkeeper by bringing in Roma's Brazilian stopper Alisson. It's a move worth 87 million dollars. He signed a six-year deal at Anfield, and it's a move that will surely excite the Reds fans. Finally, it seems that they've shored up defensively. It's also a move that will complement their summer business as well. Alisson's arrival comes after the midfield duo of Naby Keita and Fabinho arrived at the club. It means Liverpool now. Are one of the teams to watch in the Premier League this season. 
Elsewhere, the arrival of Fred at Manchester United could unlock the threat of Paul Pogba. We, of course, saw that so well at the World Cup. Fred's arrival from Shakhtar Donetsk brings with him that steel and energy, as well as the tactical nags that will help Manchester United in their quest to reel in the champions Manchester City. Chelsea's new manager, Maurizio Sarri, he's wasted no time in bringing in his first new face, Jorginho, arriving from his former club, Napoli. The midfielder hoping to complement N'Golo Conte as they look once again to build a title winning midfield. Manchester City, they've been relatively quiet, but Riyad Mahrez signing from Leicester strengthens their already prolific creative element at the Etihad. And what about Arsenal? Unai Emery era starting to take shape. The Uruguayan Lucas Torreira has flown in from the Emirates after the World Cup. Can Unai Emery's side bring that Premier League trophy to Arsenal for the first time in 15 years? And at the BBC, I'm Nick Hatton. In golf, an overnight pace setter Kevin Kisner and former champion Zach Johnson share the clubhouse lead at the halfway stage of the British Open, with Tommy Fleetwood hot on their heels. Sean Kennedy reports. The 42-year-old Johnson, who won at St Andrews in 2015, had to play in heavy rain but still managed to follow his first round 69 with a second round 67 to move to six under par for the tournament. After a stellar opening 66, Kisner shot a 70 and a six under total also. Fleetwood recorded a brilliant six under par 65, featuring six birdies to go to five under overall, level with another American duo, Pat Perez and Xander Schoffel. Rory McIlroy, the 2014 Open champion, shot a second successive 69 to go to four under. That puts him level with the American pair Tony Finau and last year's runner-up Matt Kuchar, as well as the unheralded South African duo of Eric Van Royen and Xander Lombard. And to end the news, the top stories again. Commerce Secretary Edward Yao says the government is ready to help local businesses hurt by the Sino-US trade war. A Democratic Party lawmaker says the government's water sampling measures at Kwaifong Estates are bypassing the buildings with the worst heavy metal problem. And the head of the Task Force on Land Supply says it wants to submit early findings from its public consultation to the CE for her use in the next policy address. The news from RTHK. Welcome to this week's edition of World Vibes with myself, Pierre Tremblay, in the chair for the next two hours. This week we have a brand new selection of hot new tracks from a lot of places on the planet. From Africa to Europe, South America to North America and the Caribbean. As always, Giovanotti says it so well. In Italian, we're still the belly button of the world. He is from Rome. And we start off, justifiably, Pete, with a hot new track from Italy with Elodie, accompanied by Michele Bravi and Ghe Pequeno. Elodie is uh, a model before she uh, became a singer. She's from Rome. Elodie di Patrizzi is her full name. Singer, model, and uh, she's just released this hit, which is uh, her first hit from her new third album, simply called Elodie. She's accompanied by her friend Michele Bravi, and uh, the rapper from Milan, Ghe Pequeno, who she likes a lot. And the track is called Nero Bali. That's uh, Black Bali. I'm not sure if that's the place name or where, but uh, she says that she is very happy to sing the song with uh, her friend Michele Bravi and Ghe Pequeno, who's one of her favorite rappers ever. 
Uh, and uh, it goes that uh, she's born in Rome uh, from Italian father and her mother is uh, French Creole from Guadeloupe in the Caribbean, which gives it all a bit more of a oomph. So 